You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Okay, well, Father, thank you for another broadcast. Thank you for the opportunity to speak to people really at this point from all over the globe. Thank you that this podcast, these broadcasts are going far and wide and they are impacting people's lives. And so today we don't expect any less. We expect the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you to be flowing. We expect, Father, for the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened and for us to come into a greater personal revelation of the hope of our calling. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you love your job, you are good at your job, and you know how to lead and guide us into all truth. You know how to show us our future. And so today, that's what we wanna tap into, Holy Spirit. We want to release our faith for our future, for our destiny. We want the vision for our lives. We thank you that even though we might be confused, you're not confused. Thank you that you see things from the end, from the beginning, and you see them finished. In fact, you said that the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. And so from your perspective, Jesus had been crucified. He had been buried and raised from the dead before you ever said, let there be light way before the fall of Adam. So thank you, God, that you're shifting our perspective to see things the way that you do. You're causing us to come up to that place where we are seated in heavenly places with you and see things outside of time and get your vision, get your eyes. Let us see the way you see, the way that you see us, the way that you see our destiny, the way that you see us completely hidden in Christ, that the greater one in us, the way that you know uh, that when you look at us, you see Jesus. You said, as he is, so are we in this world. So Father, uh, upgrade our vision, upgrade our spiritual understanding, help us get on the same page with you, renew our minds and transform us, transfigure us, Father, by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. And so as we hop in today, Father, I just yield to the faculties, uh, yield all of my faculties to you. I thank you that you're thinking through my mind, you're speaking through my mouth, and that the words that are coming forth, Father, are anointed, they're coming forth with power, and they are transformative, and there's an impartation with it, Father. So thank you that all of this is supernatural, and we're so grateful and so um, thankful, Father, that you've joined us together in this forum this morning. So speak what you wanna speak, do what you wanna do, and we say yes and amen to all of it. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, awesome. Well, guys, we are here at the fourth big Q. And if you have been listening to this podcast, you know what that means. If not, you're probably like, what do you mean the fourth big Q? Well, we have been doing a series over the last several episodes on what I call the five big Qs or questions of life. And for those of you that have read my book, excuse me, you've followed my work, you know that uh, Emerge School of Transformation is, you know, founded and based and exists to help people answer these five questions. My book, The Path, uh, walks you through uh, that same process at a very high level because these five questions are some of the most important, if not the most important questions that you are ever going to ask and answer. And all of us really need to hear God about these answers. We need God's God breathed. We need spirit breathed, inspired answers to these questions. Because the truth is we are known. 
we have been known, we have been um, ordained by God, we've been uh, chosen by God before the foundation of world to do amazing things, to do good works. Uh, we've been talking about that scripture in Ephesians 2.10 that talks about that, that we are God's handiwork, we're his workmanship, we're his, his work of art, we're his poetry, it says in some translations, and that we were recreated in Christ, we were born from above, born anew, to do good works, to do supernatural things, to, to partner with God, to expand his kingdom, to make disciples of all nations, to make the planet look like heaven, and you are one with God. And so your potential is Christ in you. You are uh, more than just a human being. You are a partaker of the divine nature of God. You are the very temple of the Holy Spirit. The very same spirit that raised Jesus up from the dead dwells in you. And so your potential is the potential of God. It's the potential of the Holy Spirit. And as uh, believers, as followers of Christ who have, you know, supposedly <laughs> yet to be seen in some people's lives, but fully surrendered to the call of God on your life and fully surrendered to his agenda for your life, you are designed for, I want to say greatness, and I don't mean greatness in our own strength. I don't mean in our own, you know, independence apart from God, but greatness in the context that we are to abide in the vine and the fruitfulness, the fruit of the spirit and all of these supernatural works, the same works that Jesus did, even greater works are our that's the normal way we are called to live. And I get that it's not always normal or it's not average for people, but it still is the truth. And so today we're going to be continuing our journey on answering these cues. For those that need a refresher, the first cue is who is God? The second cue is who am I? The third cue is why am I here? The fourth cue is where am I headed, which is what we'll be talking about today. And the fifth cue is how do I get there? And so if you haven't listened to the first three episodes that cover those other cues, I really encourage you to you know go back and listen to those because it really is a sequential type of revelation. <clears throat> when you have your answers to all of these, these cues, it is like looking at the thread of purpose in a way that provides clarity, in a way that really puts a compass in your hand and really divides your life into uh, a, a way of kind of pre-purpose and post-purpose and a way of making decisions about your life that is based upon your purpose and your destiny and who you have been recreated in Christ to be. So without going into too much detail about that, I, you know, because you've got the other other episodes to watch, let's hop into today's topic and today's cue, which is where am I headed? Okay, where am I headed is really, um, let me kind of say this about it. Um, it is really about God's vision for your life. You know, why am I here is really about the your purpose in the sense of this is my why. This is the, the reason that I am here. It's the, it's the, the core of it. And, you know, for my students and, and, and people that I work with to get to the, the core of their, their answers to these questions, you know, you can answer that why in one word. You can answer it in a sentence and you should be able to expand upon that in a couple of paragraphs. And sadly, about 95% of the people on the planet 
are not able to clearly articulate their why or their purpose. Um, but once you have that articulated, in my case, if I was going to say my why in one word, I would say the word transfiguration. Uh, I might also say the word union, but transfiguration kind of uh, assumes that if you understand the word transfiguration. But I'm here to transfigure the body of Christ. I'm here to transfigure the planet so that the finished work of Jesus and the reconciliation of Jesus Christ uh, which is now present in all things because God was in Christ reconciling himself to the world is revealed. And in the body of Christ, we want the Christ in us to be revealed. And transfiguration is not about becoming something you're not. It's about revealing what you already are. And so I can obviously talk about my why. I could just continue to talk about it. And and so our why and our purpose are 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 very, very important but having your why, okay, so having my purpose to transfigure the body of Christ or to transfigure the world or to reveal the Christ and the victory of Jesus uh, through the body of Christ and, and transform the world is awesome to know that. But guess what? I still need to know what that looks like. I need to know what in the world am I called to do? How do I express my why? What is, what does that look like, right? And, you know, my, my, where am I headed is really the answer to that, right? And we all have a destiny. We all have a place that God has ordained us to be. Um, obviously in David's life, he was destined to be the king of Israel. Obviously in, in Jesus's life, he was destined to go to the cross and be the propitiation of the world's sins and to uh, undo the works of Adam. And so each of us, it talks about this again in Ephesians 10, specifically in the Amplified Version, it talks about how God actually prepared paths ahead of time that we might walk in them and that we might live the good life that he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Again, Ephesians 2, 10 in the Amplified Version. You know, there's another scripture that I think really speaks to this in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11. It's a, you know, a very well-known scripture, uh, but it talks about at the end of that scripture that God knows the plans for us and that it is, he, he plans to give us, it, it talks specifically about an expected end, a hope and a future in some translations, but in other translations, it says an expected end. And so our destiny is what the end of our life is, is really, uh, supposed to look like. It's also what kind of tells us what our life uh, is really uh, ha would have been about. It, it encompasses the legacy that we're, we're destined to live and the impact that we are destined to make. And it really encompasses the vision that God has for our life. And the good news about our destiny and the good news about our purpose and the good news about this cue is that all things are working together for good. In Romans chapter eight, it talks specifically about this. It says, you know, that all things work together for good for those that um, love God and are called according to his purpose. And so we don't need to stress out or get into this fear that somehow we're behind time, like we should have been further along, you know, because God is a supernatural God. He has created he created everything that we see in six days and rested on the seventh day. And so what God does in time is, is 
completely mind-blowing to us. I mean, God can do more. I said this in my, my love note last week. God can do more in five minutes than we can do in five decades and 50 decades because he's a supernatural God. So we need to get out of this idea that somehow we're going to miss it, somehow we're late, and just settle into the reality that this is going to happen supernaturally as we partner with God and as we get revelation by the grace of God as to who we are, why we're here, and the vision that God has for our life. And here's the truth. If you're listening to this broadcast, then you are here by divine appointment. You are here by the uh, leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit, whether you're watching it live, whether you're listening to it on the podcast. You know, we've got listeners all over the place, all literally all over the globe. And so, but here's the deal. It's a divine connection. You were brought here by the Holy Spirit. And so this... Uh, connection is here because it's your time. It is your time to answer these five cues. It is your time, <coughs> excuse me, to step out of really the world system and living naturally and living below your full potential in Christ and live courageously, live boldly, discover who you are in Christ and step into the realm of miracles, step into the ministry of Jesus Christ that he wants to accomplish through you. And when I say the ministry, I don't mean you're preaching, you know, on the corner, going on the mission field. I mean, the work of your ministry is is not necessarily religious in, in a sense. I mean, we need uh, supernatural artists, we need supernatural firemen, we need supernatural everything in this hour that we live. And so your passions and your dreams and your calling are all intertwined into your destiny. And so number one, it's not too late. And number two, it's strategic. And the time is now. How do I know? Because you're listening. <laughs> this is not a coincidence. There are no coincidences in the kingdom. He is working. He is working both to will and to do his good pleasure in your life. The grace of God is is uh, sufficient. It's made perfect in our weakness. And if he can take the Apostle Paul, who was totally on the wrong road, headed to Damascus, partnering with the, the, the spirit of the world, partnering with the Antichrist to actually persecute the church and turn him into a world changer that is still impacting our lives generations later, what life can he not turn around? Okay, the, the Bible is full of people who were on the wrong track, who Oh my goodness, we're just normal people who didn't know who they were. I mean, Moses thought he couldn't do his destiny because he was a, a stutterer. Gideon thought, you know, hey, I'm the poorest guy on the on in my tribe here. You know, I'm not worthy. I'm not able to be used by God. And the truth is God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. Why? Because he gets the glory in it. So we just need to settle into the truth that our potential is in Christ that God has a destiny and that God has a vision for our lives and that through him, all things are possible and that he can, he can do what he wants to do through us if we simply surrender, say yes, and make ourselves available. And here's the beautiful thing about um, our destiny and our expected end. Um, when we live as a son, and when I say a son, obviously I'm not talking about gender. I mean, right? Men are the bride of Christ and women are sons of God. I mean, we, we can say children of God, but truly in our union with Jesus, there's neither male nor female. So these analogies and these pictures of our identity are relevant regardless of our gender. 
And as sons of God, you know, what that means is that we are led by the spirit of God. It means that we are hearing God and we are following God and we are being directed by the spirit of God. And so it requires us to be able to, to hear God and, and, and receive his instructions because you can't follow directions when you don't know the directions, right? I mean, all of us now have these maps on our phone and these like GPS systems that give us step-by-step -step instructions to wherever we need to go. You know, I just recently moved here back to Chicago and I've been gone for 14 years. So while I remember a lot of things, I don't honestly remember every, and I'm living in a little new town. And so I, you know, I'm using this thing constantly to get to my, to get to my destination, to get to my destiny. And it's awesome because it gives me step-by-step-by-step -step -step instructions. So I don't even really need to know the whole route or the whole route, depending on how you say it. But all I need to know is what's the next turn? Am I on the right track right this moment? And if I just keep following the direction step by step by step, sure enough, I'm going to get to where I'm going. But here's the thing. I have to know where I'm going if I'm going to get there. And so this cue is all about where am I headed? It's about put, getting the answer to, so that you can put it in the, the GPS system that this is my destination. And a lot of us are so caught up in our day-to-day -day life and the, whatever, the challenges that are going on around us that we never stop to think about the answer to this question. We never stop to even think, where do I want to end up? Where do I want to go? <clears throat> and what is so strange about that is that we don't, you know, most in a short term, you know, we can put in our destination. We know kind of where we're headed today, but we don't think about it from a strategic long-term perspective. We don't have the conversations with Holy Spirit that put us on the track of getting to his divine destiny for our lives and, and where we want to end up. I mean, if we think about it, all of us want to get to the end of our life and to be able to say the same words that Jesus says in John 17, 3 and 4, where he says, Father, I have glorified you here on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. And all of us want, I believe, because we're followers of Jesus, to get to the end of our life and to be able to say the same thing. We want to successfully have fulfilled the assignments and fulfilled the vision that God has for our life. And so taking some time to think about these things and have conversations with God is extremely important. And I'll tell you, there is a, a revelatory realm that you can enter into, beloved, where you can know the future, where you can supernaturally receive visions from God, dreams from God. In fact, that is the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. On the day of Pentecost, when he came, uh, Peter said, that this is that that was prophesied by the by the prophet Joel that in the end times or that in these days that uh, uh, we would have visions and we would dream dreams and so dreams and visions are the language of the Holy Spirit and they are normal for us to expect <clears throat> and they are normal for us to receive. You know, it's kind of amazing how many people will come into my school and they'll tell me, Shalice, you know what? I don't dream dreams. I'm not a dreamer. And I just, you know, I just say phooey on that. 
That's not scriptural. And so I'll just pray for them. I'll say, Father, thank you that these people are dreamers. Thank you that they receive visions and dreams from you. We just enlighten the eyes of their understanding and we just release uh, the anointing for dreams and visions. And I just release that over every single listener right now because this is scriptural. Receiving dreams, receiving visions from the Holy Spirit is a normal part of our, our communication with the Holy Spirit. So begin to expect that. I mean, I had two dreams um, last week that were directional in, in, <clears throat> in their nature. They revealed things to me. And I also tell people, if you don't know the interpretation of a dream, you know, having a dream interpretation book is good, I guess. But really, the same Holy Spirit that gave you the dream can give you the interpretation of the dream. And so really, it's about asking. And for those of you that are baptized in the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues, you know what? Pray in the Spirit over your dream and watch the Holy Spirit give you the interpretation. Time and time again, I have people come to me and say, I had this dream. Can you give me the interpretation? Many times I have the interpretation, but sometimes I don't. But what's more powerful than, than me giving the interpretation to someone is them actually being able to get it themselves. And I just tell them, go and pray in the Spirit over your dream. Ask the Holy Spirit, what does this mean? And watch him unpack it. Now, if you are not baptized in the Holy Spirit, you don't pray in the Spirit, you don't speak in tongues, well, go check out the podcast that I did on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You want all the power, you want <clears throat> all of the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit, and it's for you. And I do a really, I think, a pretty decent job of unpacking that in that episode, so go check it out. Because living supernaturally, communicating with the Holy Spirit, being able to hear His voice, and, and being able to understand uh, that it is God speaking internally, that it is him speaking through your spirit. And to have confidence in that is the only way, guys, that we are going to fulfill our destiny. It is how we live as mature sons and daughters of God, led by the spirit, where we are following his directions and we are fulfilling his agenda. We're fulfilling his purpose. For those of you that have been listening to me for very, for very long, you know I have a favorite scripture. It's really a, a, a life-defining scripture for me. Uh, it's one that we use all the time in uh, our company. It's the one that we use uh, a lot to coach uh, our students. And it's, uh, I pray it for every single person, um, any calls that we're gonna do with people. And it comes from John 5.30 and it's specifically in the voice translation. And so I just want to take a moment and read this because this is a scripture that talks about the way that Jesus operated. And obviously he lived in union with the father. He and the father were one. He only did what he saw the father doing. He was, he was living in complete dependency upon God as he followed the father, followed the Holy Spirit into his destiny and fulfilled it. And in John 530 in the voice translation, it says this, I have not ever acted and will not in the future act on my own. I listen to the directions of the one who sent me and act on these divine instructions. For this reason, my judgment is always fair and never self-serving. I'm committed to pursuing God's agenda and not my own. And so this scripture tells us that Jesus was listening to the instructions of the father and he wasn't he was just operating in totally dependent upon the Holy Spirit, upon God. 
He said he never acted on his own. He just heard and did. In another translation, it says of his own self, he could do nothing. And if Jesus Christ had to live as, you know, the son of God, listening to the father's instructions and pursuing being committed to the father's agenda, to the father's vision, then how much more do we also need to grow up in Christ, learn to live out of a place of activated spiritual senses where we're hearing God, where we can get his direct directions, where we are on the same page with him. We know his vision, we know his agenda, and we are walking that out. You know, in my own life, you know, that the, the where am I headed question is something that I could have never come up with on my own. I could have never foreseen that I would have a school, you know, emerge, school of transformation, that, that I would have these five cues that I was helping people answer, that I would be launching people into their, their identity in Christ and actually fulfilling their purpose and their full potential through Christ. I mean, I just had no idea that this was what I was going to be doing. I was trained, you know, in the world. I, I had a business degree. I, I was, you know, in corporate. I, I just was not, uh, on page with God. And then of course, when I realized that I was called into ministry, we have all these, you know, paradigms and these ideas of what that means, right? That looks like pastoring, that looks like a nonprofit, it looks like this, it looks like that. And the truth is in the kingdom, <laughs> there's no such thing as nonprofit, that's a whole nother series. But um, in the, of the expansion of his government, there is no end. I mean, nonprofits is an IRS designation that we have in 2021. Okay, it is not ministry. Okay, it is it is a worldly system that is set up for supposed ministries, right? I mean, but that is a human construct. I mean, do we do we work within the laws of the land, and do we do you know take advantage of the tax and all? I mean, I, that's not the point. The point is, is the paradigm and the box that we put God in thinking that that's the way that that's where we're headed, that if I'm called into this or called into that, that it looks like X because that's how it's done. And the truth is, when you can hear God and you can understand his agenda and you can get follow him step by step into your destiny you will be blown away at the way God puts it together and it could not be more fitting to you and who he created you to be. And so beloved, I want to just encourage you that there is not only a purpose for you, but it fits you like a glove. Like it is, it, it, and it's, it's, I don't know how to say this. It's not religious. Okay. It is not it, 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 you being you is ultimately what success in the kingdom looks like, meaning you being the full expression of the glory of God inside of you, which is unique, is a huge part of you manifesting your future, manifesting your, your destiny. So, you know, you have to just get out of the business of putting God in a box and, and, and thinking that you because he said this, it looks like this. I can't tell you the number of times that people will come to me and be like, oh, I have this vision for this ranch or I have this vision for this retreat center and I have this vision for these things because they've gotten it in these pictures from the Holy Spirit that look literal. But truthfully, um, pictures <laughs> don't always translate into the paradigm that we interpret them through. 
And so this dependence upon God, hearing him step by step into the fulfillment of your future is key. All right. Now, the last thing that I want to chat about, and I might even do a special broadcast on this, but I really want to chat with you just for a moment about just the idea that your future is finished. That even though you may be here in time, not even clear about what your purpose might be, or not even clear about what the vision that God has for your life, God doesn't see it the same way. Okay, the entire process of you fulfilling your destiny and getting on the same page with Jesus really is prophetic in the sense that it is seeing what God sees from his perspective and God always sees it as finished. So even though, again, you may just be discovering it from God's perspective, he already sees you having fulfilled your destiny. In fact, prophecy is simply the process of calling out your identity and calling out your future before it actually manifests in time. Because it is finished from God's perspective. Think about it this way. When God called Abraham the father of nations or the father of a nation, right? He was not just uh, looking at this like, whoa, you know, Hope this happens. Now, from his perspective, Abraham was already this. And the process of Abraham fulfilling that was just Abraham believing it. It was Abraham coming into agreement. It was seeing himself the way God did. It was why he had, why God asked Abraham to change his name from Abram to Abraham. It is why he told them to go out and look at the stars and, and look at the sand on the seashore. Why? Because he was changing his inner image. He was causing Abraham to come into agreement with how God saw him and what his divine destiny was. And God always saw it as finished. And he always talks about it in present tense. You know, it's why he told Gideon while he was sitting under the tree doing anything except looking like a victorious war hero, that he was a mighty man of valor, a mighty man of bravery and of courage when there was really no evidence that he was that at all. It's why Jesus told Peter when he was Simon that his name was Peter, changed his name to rock when he was as flaky as a reed because he said, upon this rock, I'm gonna build my church. God was just announcing to Peter what he had already finished, what he had already done. And so, I mean, we could do this with Paul, I mean, you can go through scriptures and scripture and find these examples, but I'm sharing this today because it is the process of seeing it finished or the idea of seeing it finished that is so key. When you, when you sit in heavenly places, you have the ability to rise above time and, and agree with God and simply say what he says about us, about our destiny and believe what he believes. You know, when God gives you a goal or he gives you a direction, you know, the process of manifesting it inside of time and from our perspective, <clears throat> it looks like growth and development, right? But that doesn't change the fact that from God's perspective, it's already finished. In fact, it's not really even just God's perspective. I mean, if you, if you really start to study the relativity of time and you start to understand that time is relative and you start to, you know, enter into some of these <clears throat> incredible things that 
quantum physics is discovering, you know, there is there is scientific theories and and experiments that have been done at this point that talks about the fact that time is not only relative, but that in the past and the future are happening simultaneously. And so I know this is very um, mind blowing for our three dimensionally trained physical senses and our intellect, but the science is catching up with this concept that the way that we walk through time literally is not the way it actually works, that this is a dimension of time, but it's not the only dimension. In fact, there's some theories that talk about multiverses and all kinds of things. I mean, movies are, are really exploring this these days with parallel universes and time travel and things. And so it's easier for us in 2021 to get wrap our heads around these concepts. But why am I sharing this? Because when, I, when we say that from God's perspective, it's finished, there is a mystery and there is a, 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 a reality that it actually is. That when God said the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world, while he may be you know, speaking it in somewhat a figurative language, it is actually finished. That there is a, a timeless realm, an eternal realm, that exists outside of this three-dimensional realm. And I don't even know how to describe it, outside a membrane away. But, but your destiny is finished. It's done. It's done. And God prepared paths ahead of time that you might walk in them, that you might live the life that he prearranged and made ready for you to live. And so... I'm kind of out of time today to really dive further into this, but what I can share with you is that the more that you see the future, the more that you get into agreement with who God is saying that you are, the, the more acceleration you will experience in your life. You will actually accelerate toward your destiny as you see it. Okay. And this, of course, is a revelatory thing that happens with the Holy Spirit, but it's normal. Uh, I want to close with a, a scripture, and I really want to encourage you to begin to release your faith for this. Um, let me just grab the scripture, okay? It's in John chapter 16, 13. Okay, here's the NIV version. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, talking about the Holy Spirit, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. Okay, in the New Living Translation, it says he will tell you about the future. Future. In the uh, English Standard Version, it says he will declare to you the things that are to come. Okay, and so he will show you the future. Um, Amplified says that he will disclose to you what is to come in the future. And so I want, I want to invite you to really begin to release your faith for this scripture and to really just start thanking the Holy Spirit for showing you your future. You know, I have had many, many occasions in my life where the Holy Spirit has ju done just that. I mean, I remember uh, just flashes of my destiny coming before my eyes when I would be in certain circumstances or certain situations and I would I would just see things okay and 
I would just know things. Um, I've known that I was going to get calls to come, come and speak places. You know, I mean, I, I've, these are called words of wisdom or words of um, knowledge as a gift of the spirit. But, but this is something that we can experience more and more and more. You know, everything in the supernatural is taught and it is expanded upon as it's practiced. You know, Jesus spent three years with his disciples training them in the supernatural. And uh, this has been the truth and true in my own life. And this has been true in all of the, you know, thousands of people that I've trained at this point to do the same works as Jesus and even greater works. I mean, the supernatural is taught. It made me mad when I first realized this. It made me mad when I, I got a hold of these teachings years ago called How to Heal the Sick. And, and Charles and Francis Hunter was teaching me how to lay hands on the sick like I learned to drive a car. And I'm thinking, well, why didn't I learn this growing up in church? Why didn't I know these things? Well, just because I didn't know those things didn't mean that they weren't true, right? They just weren't true for me yet. And so I want you to begin to release your faith and begin to thank the Holy Spirit for helping you answer this question, for showing you the truth and, and declare scriptures like, Father or, or Holy Spirit, I know that when I call upon you, you answer and you show me great and mighty things that I know it's not. You said that when you come, you will not speak of yourself, but whatever you hear, that's what you'll say and you'll show me the future. And as you get, you know, uh, kind of really focus on this, you will be amazed at how it will begin to happen. You know, I tell people that what we focus on manifests, right? So, you know, God thinks thoughts higher than us. He doesn't talk like us. I mean, God doesn't think about things that he doesn't want. Why? Because he thoughts are creative. He doesn't speak about things that are happening. He didn't go outside at creation and go, man, it's dark and void out here. He said, let there be light. God speaks of the non-existent things as though they already exist. He calls things that be not as though they are. And so... You know, this is not just a scriptural principle. It's it's a quantum physics uh, principle that what we focus on manifests. And so as you focus on this scripture and you begin to be grateful and thankful for God uh, revealing these things to you, for speaking to you in dreams and visions, for, for, for showing you the future. See, when we thank God and we're grateful for it, you know what we're doing? We're receiving it. We're, we're just focusing on it. We're receiving it. And so... I just want to release you now into conversations with the Holy Spirit. I want to release you into that realm of, of dreams and visions, into supernatural encounters with God that show you the future. And for some of you, this may be like, oh my gosh, this is just too far out there, Shalise. But here's the deal. I don't believe that. I, I don't believe you would even be connected to me if it wasn't time, if it wasn't time for you to experience the kind of experiences with God that we read about in the Bible, okay? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and supernatural Christianity is honestly the only normal kind of Christianity. It is scriptural Christianity. So be prepared to receive here because I'm just going to wrap up today in prayer. So Father, I thank you that every single listener has ears to hear you. I thank you that the lie that they don't hear you is now just cut off in their life. I break them out of the power of that deception and the power of that lie that was programmed into them really just through their experiences and through, honestly, unbelieving others that don't hear from God. 
And I just break that off of them. And I just declare, Father, that their uh, spiritual senses are activated right now in Jesus' name. I just declare that the, I said it earlier, but I'm going to say it again. Eyes, you are enlightened. Eyes of your understanding, you are enlightened. I just say, wake up. Wake up in Jesus' name. Light shine. Light shine. Enlighten. Enlighten their eyes, Father. And I bind the God of this world who uh, blinds the minds of those that don't believe the gospel. And I just declare he's blind right now. I just, I just blind him with the light that's shining right now. And I thank you, Father, for dreams and visions and experiences and supernatural encounters, God. And I just come against the voice of doubt. I just declare right now, Father, that the voice of doubt is shut up. I thank you that uh, doubt is just out. <laughs> doubt is out. And that, Father, people will no longer begin to, no longer allow questioning to enter into their mind when the Holy Spirit is speaking. They will, they will uh, uh, believe, Father, they will believe that they have the equipment to hear from you and receive dreams and visions because Jesus said that my sheep hear my voice and that uh, they have the exact same equipment that Jesus has because they're in one with him and they're one with him. They're in union with him and that, that, that hearing God is what it's like when you live in union with Jesus. And so every illusion of separation, every illusion of independence, I just cut them off from right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, that they are entering into the zone of prophetic insight and prophetic revelation into receiving their answers to these questions and seeing their own future, Father. And uh, Father, I just thank you that those that might be, I don't know, fearful about the future, Father, because of the circumstances that are going on in the world, I thank you, Father, that I, I just thank you, God, that you're going to give them a new diet. I thank you, Father, that uh, instead of dieting on so much of the, I don't know, just information that is out there in the media, out there in certain streams of the body of Christ, uh, Father, I pray that they would begin to diet on <laughs> the Holy Spirit's revelation, the personal revelation of the Holy Spirit. And I pray, Father, that they would get a revelation of the victory of Jesus on the cross. I pray that they would get a revelation of the expansion of your kingdom, of the increase of your government, of the lordship that you exercise over power and principality, God, that they would begin to get a revelation that the enemy is a defeated foe, that he has no power except deception, and that they would begin to rise up in their authority, and they would begin to be a part of the kingdom expansion that is happening happening on the planet right now, that they would be an answer, that they would be light shining in darkness, that they would have, they would be in a good mood, that they would be positive, that they would enter into the joy of the Lord that is found in his presence and enter into that place where God is, is seated because it's truly finished. And so I just release a, a, um, Father, what do you want me to say? Just a deconstruction of fear-based theology. I, and I, I just thank you, Father, that you are going to uh, just show them a whole new way of living, a whole new world. And as you do that, Father, you are going to release them into their strategic assignment. And you are going to show them their future and how they have a significant role to play in transforming the planet into heaven. 
Thank you that you are at work right now. You are at work. You are at work. You are at work. And just because our focus hasn't been on what you're doing, it doesn't mean that it can't shift. So I just thank you that we are shifting our focus, shifting onto your face, shifting onto what you're doing and coming out of fear and into faith, coming out of fear and into confidence, into boldness, into a completely uh, counter culture way of thinking and and showing up in the world. And Father, I release all of this in your name. And I thank you that by the power of your Holy Spirit, it is finished. It is done. And we just say amen. So thank you in Jesus name for all of those things, Father. And guys, I just want to thank you. Thank you for joining. Thank you for uh, listening today and expect a shift. Expect a shift in your relationship with God. Expect a shift in your dream life. And, you know, God, I even hear him say that some of you are going to be instructed by the Holy Spirit to listen to the series more than once, to listen specifically to that prayer more than once. In fact, he's going to lead some of you just to listen to it and before you go to bed at night. Uh, because, you know, there is a hunger. You know, that's what I'm hearing, a hunger that you guys have a hunger for more. You have a hunger for more. And so you are in the right place. I just want to share that, that you are in the right place. Um, that press in, just press into this, trust and believe that God is moving and that you are here by divine appointment and that you are going to get it. All right. That the hunger, hungry are always satisfied. Okay. God always answers the prayers for you, us to get more of him. Why? Because we already have all of him inside of us. And truthfully, it's really just us getting a revelation. It's really just us getting uh, in the places that God has called us to be at the right time, at the right place, because he knows how to get it to you. And I want to tell you, beloved, you're in the right place at the right time. So God bless you guys. Have a wonderful week and we will see you soon. Thanks for listening to Shalisa's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit Shalice.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalice's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at Shalice.com and watch Shalice's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.